If you or a loved one has a hoarding problem, let's work together on a solution. Hi, everyone. Thank you for stopping by the Hoarding Solution podcast and listening to Tuesdays with Tammy. And today I want to talk about this idea of families intervening when there is a situation involving hoarding in a family member. And I recently had someone forward an article to me about a situation where the residents, the smell coming out of the condo is making the hallway smell really badly. And so they're trying to figure out how to intervene in this hoarding situation. And one of the pieces of advice listed is to attempt to contact a family member of the person with the hoarding issue. And I'll come back to that in a moment, but what I would like to say is that hoarding is actually a public health crisis. It is not just a family crisis. It is not just this particular HOA or condos problem. It's not that that family's problem per se. It is a much larger issue and So often we, the adult kids of parents that hoard or family members of that person are asked to intervene on these situations. And there's a two two part issue with that. There's more, but the top two I have is one, I didn't create that hoarding situation. And two, I'm not responsible for my parents hoarding or mental health issues. And There is a lot of expectation that the adult kid or the loved one is supposed to all of a sudden magically show up, intervene, solve the problem, and absolutely cause the hoarding issue to go away. And because hoarding is A, largely misunderstood, and B, not really talked about that much, there's a lot of misconceptions and issues going on within these situations. And so it's extremely difficult to deal with someone that has a hoarding issue because they often are in denial about having a problem or the depth of the issue. And so if you are a family member who is trying to intervene, you can face a lot of resistance. There's a lot of emotional attachment often a lot of emotional hot buttons going on in that situation, especially if you grew up in it. And now someone is telling you that you need to come fix this problem. Often the person sharing uh, their thoughts with you does not have a good understanding of what hoarding actually is and is often unlikely aware of the trauma one goes through in dealing with hoarding with your family or growing up in those situations. And so there is obviously a need to intervene, but it is not ultimately the responsibility of that adult kid or that family member to actually solve this hoarding problem. And there's a misconception, I believe, around what it is our responsibilities actually are. 
And so I would like to just say that I, as the adult in my own life, have a responsibility for my own mental wellness and my own recovery situation from trauma or whatever is going on in my life. I'm responsible for my home's condition and I'm responsible for me. I'm responsible for recovering from growing up in a hoarded home. I'm responsible for my life. And that does not mean I'm responsible for everybody else's life that happens to have a hoarding issue that I happen to be related to. And I am not saying we don't care and that we don't want to be involved. I'm saying maybe you have to understand that the person who grew up in that horde, who is the adult kid, who is the niece, nephew, sibling, um, you might be the aunt, the uncle, you could be a grandparent. We aren't responsible for those people that have a hoarding issue. We're responsible for ourselves. And while we would love to help and intervene sometimes, often we've tried and been rebuffed. We may have been threatened with being disowned if we help in any way, if you bring up the word clutter or hoarding or mess or junk or trash um, or let's organize or let's clean it out. Those are all very difficult conversations to navigate if the person does not think they have a problem. So let me just break down what hoarding is. The article that was sent to me mentioned the smell. It also could mean lack of running water. It could mean piles of things piled to the ceiling. If you're lucky, you might have a goat path um, that lets you navigate through the space. Um, if you're living in a condo or apartment situation, someone may have a toilet, a sink, a dishwasher, a bathtub, something might overflow. And then that can cause damage in that, dwell that unit as well as surrounding units. And so if people are being impacted by this hoarding behavior that are living right there in that building. And often hoarding takes, a, it happens over time. And so I see some of these situations and I think, well, surely someone noticed that there was a smell a year ago, um, that the trash was overflowing, you know, three months ago. Um, this person hasn't left their apartment in nine months. Um, they're... Um, they're not letting anybody into the space whatsoever. Like even if you knock on the door, they barely open it a crack. Um, you might see someone bringing lots and lots of things in constantly. Um, there is, if you are looking, you're going to see most likely some kind of a sign that there's some kind of dysfunction happening before it smells like death in the hallway. So I don't, recommend bursting on the scene and saying we're fixing it today Mrs. Smith or mom or dad or whatever but that doesn't mean you should be silent about it that means you should start having conversations about their safety their wellness you know can they put fresh food in their fridge does the power on um are is the toilet flushing or are they peeing in a bottle in the hall like there are things that you could be broaching delicately if you're seeing this situation. And often this time, this can lead to forced cleanouts, which are not ideal, but often necessary. And that's why hoarding is a public health crisis because it is not impacting 
just the person that hoards. It is impacting the families and the firefighters and property management and other tenants in the building and animals and kids are living in these messes. And there is a much broader problem going on here than, oh no, we discovered this person has a hoarding issue. Let's hope the kid will come over here and fix it. It's not going to be as productive as you might first think. And <clears throat> while we might want, absolutely want, and I know I want this myself for the loved ones I have that hoard, I would love for them to say, yes, I would love to live in a clean space. I would love to be able to eat at my kitchen table. Um, I absolutely would like to help. And I trust that you are going to help me um, sort my items um, and take care of my emotional piece as while we go through sorting things. I would love for that to happen on a regular basis. Many, many of us would love to have our loved one acquiesce and agree to help. And that's not always going to happen. And th thus forced cleanouts come into play. But even in that situation, you could be respectful of what's going on. You could talk to the person, you could make sure that they know that you are focused on trying to make sure that the wedding dress or the photos or the heirlooms are being removed. At the same time, you're also bagging up things that are clearly trash or recycled or things that maybe belong to someone else that need to leave the space, you can absolutely impact how you approach that situation. And so we absolutely would love more positive outcomes for our loved ones, but it's just not always going to happen. And also we aren't always the best person to intervene in those situations. And that's why it's helpful to look for someone that has experience with hoarding that um, maybe they're an organizer, maybe a junk removal company that has experience working with families and loved ones and are more aware of the nuances of the hoarding situation. And so I just think it's important for people to recognize that you may not always be the best solution to whatever problem is coming up in your loved one's hoarding situation. And it's a perfectly acceptable to have that conversation and say, look, I've, I've tried to intervene. I've done X, Y, Z. I've called this entity. I've called that entity. In fact, I've cleaned it out once before and I'm not in a position in my life where I can take on wearing PPE, you know, protective equipment. I can't um, maybe emotionally deal with it or physically deal with it. Or maybe I live, you know, across the country and I'm just not the person that's going to fly over there and have to pay for a hotel and a rental car and do all these things because I can't stay in that hoarded home. So there is a disconnect between expectations, I believe, and what's real. And I, and I believe that we're, when we're called into these situations that we have to figure out what that middle ground is. And then we have to be able to work from that space of what we can do. And we need to preserve our mental health. We need to preserve our finances. And that is the aspect that is missed in so many conversations that I see is the awareness of what me, myself, I'm an adult kid of parents that hoard, AKO, PTH. Um, I am intimately aware of some of the challenges that we face. And while 
there is movement in the situation I'm dealing with. It's also very slow and um, it can be a challenge to keep moving forward when you're trying to really maintain a positive environment as you work through the hoarding. And so I, I just think that hoarding really is a public health crisis. 19 million people in the USA alone are impacted by this issue. That's an estimate by some thoughts. That's a conservative estimate. And if you look at 19 million people have a hoarding issue, and let's say 19 million people impact one other person, you've got almost 40,000 people, sorry, 40 million people impacted by a hoarding issue in the USA alone. And if, and if you're not looking at how big that number is, then you're not aware of what, how big the problem actually is and how often underreported it is. And yes, there's a lot of things that talk about this. Yes, it's been a, a thing that's come up recently as far as hoarding toilet paper or water or whatever all these things are. But I've been looking at having to deal with hoarding issues in my family since I was a teenager. So this is not a new thing for me. It's more talked about, but it's still not well understood. And so I just encourage you to take a step back if you're called in, if someone calls you and says, hey, kid, you need to do X, Y, Z in this situation. You need to stop and ask yourself, A, what can you do? And B, what does this person know about hoarding? And oftentimes they don't have the, they have a broad awareness. A lot of people do, but there's not um, a very, focused awareness of how damaging and traumatic hoarding is in that particular relationship or situation. So it's valuable to take a step back and figure out what can you do? At what level can you participate? Or can you possibly not participate at all and say, you know, um, I, my, I'm not able to assist with this situation or I've already tried. And I think there's a real need for us to be aware of that. And that can be hard to do if you have grew up without really good boundaries, it can be very hard to stand up for yourself and say, hey, you know, I love this person. Here's what I can do, uh, but that's it. Or, you know, maybe here's a solution that, you know, will work. But it doesn't mean you have to pull your own life apart just so you can handle that situation, which happens far too often. Um, and Hoarding, you know, reaches many generations. Tentacles don't just, you know, stop. So anyhow, thanks for listening to me about this. And please know that um, it really is a bigger crisis it, and we aren't alone. It, it felt like it growing up, but it, now that I'm a lot older, I see lots of people who have been impacted by this and lots of people who struggle. So and struggled knowing what to do. So I invite you to join the Hoarding Solution community. Um, we're at the Hoarding Solution on both Facebook and Instagram. And virtual consultations are definitely an opportunity for us to talk one-on-one -on -one and formulate a plan. Um, so that's an option as well. So, and you can check out our website at thehoardingsolution.com. Thank you so much for being here and um, happy June, happy new month. Make it a great one. Are you facing a hoarding situation all by yourself? What if you discovered that you are not alone when facing that hoarding situation? Are you interested in a more human approach 
to hoarding resolution? Then please join us in the Hoarding Solution community. You can find us at The Hoarding Solution on both Facebook and Instagram. I look forward to connecting with you there and helping you through this. Please know you are not alone.